Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks. That's betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the Amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener, Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in Holbein, Ground, and even Evil Single Serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code BEZIXPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to bonescoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. If you're anything like me, free time is limited. So things like yard work are just not doable. And if you're also like me, you don't even own a lawnmower. That is why All Above Landscaping is the right choice. All Above includes a variety of options when it comes to your landscaping needs, including lawn installation, design, irrigation, debris removal, maintenance, and much more. If you're in the city of Sumter and you're looking for reliable service at a friendly price, give All Above Landscaping a call today. It's 803-464-7414. Mention that you heard this ad on this podcast and you'll get a special discount on your first service. Again, that's 803-464-7414. Call All Above Landscaping today. Like so many of you, we battle depression through life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing we could rely on to get us through the tough times we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, share our stories through songs and lyrics, interview musicians and other artists, break down genres, deep dive into band biographies, and much, much more. This is the Woodward Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley, James Cox, and Amanda Dolan. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of When Worlds worlds when worlds this world has failed me it certainly has when words (laughs) fail music speaks podcast my name is 
Uh, Blake Mosley, I'm commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room, but only when I'm playing the drums. I'm your endless source of useless music knowledge. That's Blake Mosley, a.k.a. Brosley, a.k.a. Emo Bemo. And who do I have here with me? Yes, yeah, it's, it's me, Amanda Dolan. And unlike Blake over here, I may not know the name of the song, the artist, or the album, but chances are I will sing along loudly, proudly, and poorly, and usually in the car. Just ask my kids. They'll also tell you I'm not a regular mom. I am a classic mom. Classic. Classic. Yes, classic. <laughs> exactly, because... Get the lead out. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so, all right. So, in in my in my hometown of Sumter, South Carolina, we have a rock station, ninety four seven, Bad Dog ninety four seven, Bad Dog ninety four seven, which started out as a uh, I forgot what it used to be forever ago. I actually, used to work like under the table at this radio station, like on a radio show that was only on like Sunday nights or whatever. So, like. You know, you saw all the ins and outs. You saw right. all the, like the different stations. They had a country station, uh, R and B station, stuff like that. Well, ninety four seven used to be something else. Then it turned into a rock station, and they played a lot of modern rock. Right? They played like Slipknot and Blink yeah. and all that stuff. Um, and then like it has now progressed to this like classic rock station. But I'm heavily offended because they'll be like playing Lincoln Park, and it's considered like I'm a sorry, classic wait. rock. Right? So, and I'm like, so like, that's you know, screw you guys. <laughs> Okay, so to me, like when I think of classic rock to this like now, and yes, it is 2024, yeah. but like to me, classic rock is like that 70s, right? It's like the, yeah. you know, the the Led Zeppelin and the Doors and like CCR, right? Like that's what I think of when I think of classic rock. And right. I could even throw in like Ozzy Osbourne and, you know, like some yeah. of those. Right. But, but no, like Lincoln Park, no, no, I'm sorry, no. No. Yeah, I was like, you get out. No. Whatever. But man. that's it's okay. Because I remember like growing up, like hearing the the radio that was like 80s, like you know, yes. like 80s, 90s, and today or whatever. And then now I think like, oh, the 80s, that was like 40 years ago. Right. I know. I like I, I can't get it. And over so it. that's like the music of, you know, like when I when it was the 80s like that was the music of the 40s right, right like right <laughs> it's it's so, so funny to look back on the eras of uh um to keep keep Taylor Swift in the mix here the eras of our lives and like like yeah same thing like I I remember going to FYE in the mall and buying oh CDs my God, does that, it's the like that they came out no I'm definitely not our mall uh there's like two Do shoes balls exist like our <laughs> So our mall uh, has, uh, it has completely just gone to crap. Like everything is closed down. Um, like, you know, it still has like a Chinese place, a uh, Chinese restaurant in there. Uh, shout out to King Walk. King Walk's awesome. Um, there's a couple of shoe stores, some urban outfitters, uh, if you yeah. will. And uh, and then what used to be the JCPenney is now a Planet Fitness where I go to the gym. And then there is also a school. <laughs> there is a charter school um, that uh, my friend Ann, uh, you know Ann, yeah. uh, Ann works at. Uh, she's a teacher uh, at the charter school. She's not at that location, but like they part of one of that their is... campuses in the mall. So <laughs> like it's just the weirdest thing. I, I think that's amazing and awful at the same time. Because speaking <laughs> of eras, like 
there was yeah. that era in my life where I mean we got dropped off at the mall and we oh. would spend hours. Dude. Yes. And you would go to all the different like stores and there were a lot of stores and there right. and then you would sit in the food court and like that's where you would hang out and yeah. be seen. Like people would come up and yeah. talk to you and yeah. Uh, and like so One- yes. That well, is not a thing anymore. It's not. And one thing that that really bugs me about like stuff like 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 the days of going to FYE and buying an out al- the excitement of buying an album when it came out. Yes. You know, listening to it for the first time. So many fond memories like scrounging up like enough money to to like you know $25 uh-huh. to go buy a special right. edition uh CD um and then like yes. coming up on like the 20th anniversary of the album that you remember buying like when you were in high school i'm just like man it it is like like crazy to me so the the jagged little pill right like alanis morissette a couple years ago we hit the 25th anniversary of that you know she did a tour around that and i was like well how did i i remember (laughs) i remember that coming out and i wasn't like yeah and so there's those Yes, that twentieth or thirtieth or whatever. It's like that. That makes me feel older, but also I don't feel like when music drops on a digital format, it's just not quite the same. It's like not, not the, quite the same. No, it's um, still. I mean, I get excited about that too. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But yeah. there's something about like taking ten minutes trying to get the cellophane off of that CD case because like you can't. <laughs> Right. And then like you open it and you're so afraid that like you're going to break the CD that first time you pull it out because, you know, it's stuck in there. Good. That is why I have really gotten into like collecting vinyl. Um, For one thing, I missed the days of just being able to hold the album in your hands. They're really kids now probably don't understand like why that is a thing. Um, but there was something really special about like finally being able to possess this album that you've been looking forward to coming out from your favorite band. Oh, and so like vinyl now is like that for me, like, you know, and and, like, I won't buy a vinyl record unless like, I know that it is a solid album. Like that is how it's not a one song. I don't want that. I don't want that. I want these albums that I, that I get, being able to hold it in my hand and be right. like, this album means something to me. Like this, this album got me through a really hard time. Um, or it reminds me of my childhood, uh, whatever I listen to it. Like, you know, this old blink albums that I love so much, like being able to, to possess them, like at, yes. have physical copies of them mean something to me. And you don't get that feeling when you downloaded something. Cause you, it's not that physical hold in your hand. Right. And you don't really own it. I mean, yeah. right? Like it's not real. Like it is, but it's it isn't. It's a whole, yeah. you know. And that that's what I struggle with. And I will remember forever. May have shared this already, but I always bought tapes because I am like cassette tape. Mm-hmm. I am older than than you. And <laughs> CDs came out when I was in you know either late middle school kind of time mm-hmm. frame. Was that was where they were more easily accessible and. Uh, the first album that I was like ready to go buy for myself, like with my own money that I saved was Millie Vanilli, which Heck is yeah. weirdly like appropriate 
for so many reasons. Um, but my dad was like, no, you, we're going to buy the, the CD. I'll pay the difference. Whatever, you know, because like a cassette was like $9 and, and a CD was like 12 It really wasn't like that big of a difference, but it was enough yeah. that, you know, for 12-year-old me, it was a lot. Yeah. And uh, so he bought me, like we bought the CD at Target. I still remember it. Like when there was the whole, like, I mean, there was like a quarter of the store was music, I swear. Right. Like that's yeah. not the way it is anymore. But yeah, so we went in and we picked it out, got it. As soon as we get home, my dad, you know, I, this is probably illegal, but that's okay. I'm sure the uh, statute of limit has, and it, but he, you know, like recorded it then for me on a cassette tape so I could oh, listen to no. it. So there was a little piracy happening there. I know. No one else would do that ever. No one ever did Literally, that. Literally, no one ever, ever did that. So, or made amazing mix. Oh, yeah. Tapes. Mix tapes, man. I, so for mix tapes, I was texting with a girlfriend of mine from high school and she found, she still had and knew where it was a mix tape that I made in for a Christmas in 1995. And it was titled the lunch table Christmas mix because we had the same lunch table that we sat with. Yeah. All right. And then like, so she sent it to me. And so what did I do? Um, like, cause she said that, cause like I had like drawn and like, you know, handwritten all the songs. You had to do the whole thing. Yeah. And then like, there was cutouts for, you know, like from magazines that were, you know, glued on there. And, uh, yeah. So because, you know, she, had was so kind and sent it to me. Um, at least the please tell me it's on my computer too. Um, but uh, she, I, I created a, a playlist for it, and uh, like I, and so here are some of the great songs: "Night Swimming," um, by REM. REM. Okay. Okay. Right. Or REM if you are young and you don't know that it's REM. Um, yeah, uh, strong enough uh-huh. by Cheryl Crow. Okay, yeah. Supermodel by Jill Sobule, I think is how you say her name. Okay. Um, now let's just get naked by Joan Osborne. <laughs> Tempted by Squeeze. Uh huh. You learn by Alanis Morissette. You learn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fly from heaven to the wet sprocket. Yes. Okay. All right. Head of Roses, Bon Jovi. Heck yeah. Dead Man's Hill and Diggo Girls. Dreams, Cranberries. Oh, I Got No Idols, the Juliana Hatfield Three. Incredibly, um, like people missed out. They didn't listen to that band enough. Anyway, <laughs> uh, then Blister in the Sun, Violent Femmes. Yes. Misery, Soul Asylum. Okay. Right. Yeah. Typical uh-huh. situation. The Dave Matthews band. Uh huh. Linger. Cranberries again. Yeah. Uh-huh. One of us, Joan Osborne, which is oddly like appropriate for our conversation that we have kind of sure. off, like God being in interesting places in our world. Yeah. Um, and then Watershed by the Indigo Girls, Man mm-hmm. on the Moon by REM. Yeah. And then we closed out with Something's Always Wrong by Toad the Wet Sprocket. Nice. What a what a good mix. I like right? that. Heck totally yeah. like so yeah, when she sent that to me, I was like, I forgot I loved these songs. 
right? Isn't that the way it works? So yeah. I have found that like, that is one of the great things about digital music is that right. you can find those old songs and yeah. people can, and smaller independent artists can actually release their music in a way that is sure. more accessible. Like, you know, you hear something on TikTok, but you can then find it on Apple Music or Spotify yeah. or whatever, yeah. which is really cool. You don't yeah. have to go to SoundCloud or right whatever to try to find things. I never could make that work for myself. I never I, understood it. I think so. One one thing that I absolutely love about just music in general is even though it has been through so many different forms in its entire existence, right? Like there was like, think about the days before recorded music, you had to listen to it live, um, orchestras, whatever it was. And then we had recorded music and some people I'm sure back then was like, this is just not the same as going to see it live, whatever. And then it progresses. Like we have different means of listening to music. Um, and it, and it, it goes through all these different things, eight tracks, cassette tapes, uh, CDs, um, MP3s. Um, vinyl making a big comeback. Like it's, yeah. it's got so many different forms, but it always, we always find a way music always finds a way to make itself known. And now we're in this age, like you just said, TikTok is a big part of that. TikTok, YouTube, social media in general, uh, is, is responsible for, for a lot of new artists and they have found ways right. to make it work for them. Um, and that's just like music adapts, music always finds a way to, and we find a a way to make the music adapt. And I think that's so cool. It, it really is. Cause I, yeah, I mean, just music. So I mean, think about like when music starts showing up in your life, right? When you were a teeny tiny baby and your mom, Casey and Jojo is the first song I remember like loving as a kid all my life by Casey and Jojo. What a great song we had. To, yeah. And we, that was like the first song that I remember as a kid, just being like obsessed with. I loved it. I, I'm trying to think of like the song, but you know, growing up, like my dad, my, both my parents really, they loved Peter, Paul and Mary. And I remember yeah. that was my first like concert with, like I, I went to a bunch of orchestra concerts, but that was like my first, concert yeah and it was just like Puff the magic dragon like i still that and i think then because of uh the uh, peace dragon that movie which mm-hmm. the original you know with the cartoon dragon over the live um so like that was i that those two then went hand in hand like it was a whole dragon thing and then yeah. like and then michael and i have a dog that her name is Jade, and so I call her Jade the Dragon or Jade Dragon or yeah. Fire Breath or, you know. <laughs> right? Your dog can't have one name. Right? You've got to, like, create oh, we, a cool name. Got, listen, there are, there are a thousand, we have three dogs, and we have, like, a thousand nicknames for all of them, and they get used frequently. And it so. depends on the mood that you're in and, like, yeah. what the dog is doing, and, right? All right. of the things. And so... But, you know, that takes us into this, like how we create fun names from things around us, whether it's our dogs or I think our dogs in particular, right? But then 
we're going to talk about like right band names and yeah and and how you know names came to people that's right. right like that is that is what this episode is all about and this is your this was your suggestion which is um, funny because you said that and i was like i don't remember saying this <laughs> you, yeah totally, Yay, adhd totally like i'm it. sure did i did <laughs> Sure, I did, I, um, but like I totally didn't remember, and so I had to like scroll back through. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Well, there, okay." I've got a, I've got a running list in my phone of like ideas for episodes, and sometimes I like go back and reference it, and I'm like, "I don't remember even putting that in here." But um, <laughs> yeah, so but that's okay. Just, yeah, it's okay. So like now, yeah, we've got this episode uh, that was uh, this was Amanda's idea. Um, everyone, so uh, sent us this article um, from Loudwire. Um, uh, of like reference, it was like 30, uh, band names, um, that come from classic rock songs. Um, uh, we're not doing all 30, obviously we'd be here forever. Uh, this is the, I, I picked, I handpicked a lot of these, um, just that stood out a little bit more. I'll admit there were some bands on there that like I knew of, but probably not a lot of people knew of. So I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever, let's leave them off. Um, so like these are way, way more like well-known. Right. Um, like really cool list. And a lot of these things I did not know. Um, so as someone who I, enjoys like music trivia, like it, it's fun to learn these things and be like, yeah, oh, like I this first know. one, even I'm like, really? Right. Those do not go together. <laughs> right. Well, let's, uh, let's jump in here and let's, uh, let's learn about some band names. So that way, whenever you go to your next music trivia at your local brewery, uh, maybe you'll win something and you can, um, split the, uh, the, the uh, profits with, with us. So, or you anyway. could just impress people at a dinner party or you who know. wants to do that right no it's yeah. all about making money so uh <laughs> let's, let's kick it off here or free um, beer you know or free beer free, free beer is pretty great too um so judas priest actually comes from a bob dylan song so st- uh, stylistically it seems like judas priest heavy metal sound couldn't be further from bob dylan's folksy twang Still, the two forever will be intertwined thanks to Dylan's 1967 song, The Ballad of Frankie Lee and Judas Priest. Um, so uh, Bruno St- Stapenhill, um, Judas Priest's original bassist, heard the track and pitched the moniker uh, to original singer Al Atkins um, before... Uh, um, uh, uh, oh, man, what's his name? Can't, uh, I can't think of... Uh, Rob Halford, excuse me. I was like, I, I have no Halford help to you. Yeah. <laughs> Before Rob, Rob Halford came in, um, and then we, you know, uh, after Rob Halford, Ripper Owens, we actually had him on the podcast one time. Um, really? Cool yeah, he was fun to talk to. Um, but yeah, so original singer Al Atkins, um, he's quoted as saying, I remember telling Al, uh, what do you think of, of that for a band name? Uh, Stapen Hill later said, I mean, he was never really into Bob Dylan. <laughs> and he says, oh, that's a great name. And that's how it came about. So, wow. How about that? Just... What a wild, I, again, I would never have thought Bob Dylan, Judas Priest. Like I just. Yeah. I would have never put it together. But I do remember now I didn't like grow up in this era, but like the satanic panic of like the eighties and the nineties and stuff. Right. Um, A lot of people were very against that band name simply because it just had Judas in the name. Um, And I think that's where a lot of, a lot of those like the crazy like uh satanic panic hysteria that that was right. and still confused today is you hear you just hear something and you you automatically assume the worst oh, thing, well, right? 
Yeah. So, uh, Judas, therefore, it must be right. demonic, even though, like, Judas was. Right. Anyway, I thought we could do a whole <laughs> religious, like, Bible, you know, lesson yeah. here, but let's not. But, yeah, it's um, it's, it's wild because people make assumptions about so much. But... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Do your research. That's what we always yes. encourage on uh on um on the not religious podcast is like do your research before you just start blasting uh Anything. because something doesn't sit right because it doesn't sit well with you. Like you don't if you don't know the story. Um uh, a prime example, let's talk about it. let's let's talk about let's talk about uh Go Chiefs, right? Super Bowl. Um uh, great job. Um and uh Taylor Swift, you know, supporting her man. Uh, but let's talk about Travis Kelsey yelling at the coach, right? Um, Andy okay, Reid, yes. like, in his face, like, okay. So a lot of people immediately were like, Taylor Swift, you got yourself, you know, one hell of a catch there. He's, uh, he's, you know, look at, look at this man yelling at the coach. It's like, right, okay. First off, you don't know the history between Travis Kelsey and the coach. Like, right. I, if I remember correctly, Travis Kelsey, when he went pro has only been with the chiefs. I don't think he's been on any other. I don't think so either. I think that's it's it. been like over 10 years. They have a very close relationship. Um, and he's passionate about football. The guy eats, sleeps, breathes. Yes. And, you know, was not on the field when they turned the ball over. And naturally he was like, if I would have been on the field, that wouldn't have happened. And he's probably right. So and to have that passion, you know, and like you, 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 your leader you go to them and you say like i i should have been out there you've got to get me back out there we th i want to win this thing um so like a lot of people giving him crap and, and they don't know the story and it was a very brief moment yeah. he went back and apologized to his coach yes, he did the coach was like i've been a coach for however many years like i that is what yep. happens Yep. It was an incredibly emotional, like, I mean, yeah. it's, 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 the Super a, Bowl. It's the. I can't imagine what it would feel like to be a player in the Super Bowl. Yes. And then, like, I'm going to go one step further and say, you know, like, Taylor Swift, what a catch. Like, this, are you trying to say that he is violent or angry or whatever? Right. You know what? I have yelled like that at my children. You know <laughs> what? That doesn't mean that I am like an abuse. I don't hit them, I don't beat them up right. or anything. Sometimes you lose your cool. Yes. And that is part of being a human being. Is, Amen. Thank you. But when you take a, like, if I pull a section, like mm -hmm. a moment out of time, you can make whatever story you want. And right. like, not to say like the religious stuff again, but there is a meme that I hold very dear to my heart that is, I can do all things through a Bible verse taken out of context. <laughs> Yes, amen. <laughs> right, like I can, but you can't. Like I can pick a word right. and be like, "Oh, this person said whatever. They must be this." Insert whatever you know. Yeah, whatever thing I want them to be, because I can right. pull out whatever. And it's like there's so many like interviews, even right. Like they right. pick and choose what was said because was was it um Kelsey? Uh, no, what is what is a Jason Kelsey's wife's name lost it. Oh, Kylie. Kylie, thank you. Yeah. She um, she said something about like Taylor Swift 
I forget, but like, it, it was more of like, a, that's not my thing, but I'm happy to have her part of the family or something. Right. But what everyone took out was like, yeah, he doesn't want to like, he doesn't like the, you know, yeah. this, whatever. But that's Stupid. not what she said. She said, like, that's not what I want. Right. But I love Taylor and she's great and excited to have a part of our family. Right. It's like it all of those things dumb. so easy to just yeah. take. So like, yeah, Judas Priest, like, okay, well, are we evil? Evil. Yeah. <laughs> no. I well, love it, man. We did yes. a whole, uh, so on that, on that podcast, we did a satanic panic episode and we talked about Harry Potter and Pokemon and dungeons and dragons and all of the things. Um, and, uh, it's just a good reminder that like the world sucks, um, but, and everything is taken out of context. You do have to be careful. And that's what Andy Reid told him. He was like, Hey man, I love your passion. I love you, but I got cameras on me 24 seven. So like for your benefit, like just take it down a notch and you know, it, we're, we're, we've moved on, right? Like tried, tried to make it a thing. Wasn't a thing. Um, and just keep it rolling. Uh, I mean, the guy, yeah. The guy won the Super Bowl. Good for him. Um, Taylor Swift, you know, uh, clearly supportive. Great. I love it. I, I'm here for it, man. And you know Me what? Too. Again, hating popular things doesn't make you an interesting person. Yes. No. I love Taylor Swift. I love football. I have recently grown to love the Chiefs. Um, I also love the Eagles. I love the Kelsey brothers. I think they're hilarious. Their podcast I is amazing. Um, well, um, so football is fun and I like all these things and I keep up with their relationship and I follow all the things on TikTok. And if you hate on it, man, oh, okay, cool. I'm not forcing you to enjoy it. I'm I think that when you, it. it's, it's wild to me how much time people spend on things that they don't like giving the people that like the things that they don't right. like that. I, like it's Amen. wild to me. Like, don't you have better, just, no, they love don't. what you they love don't. and let them. Like find what you love then. If you don't right. love Travis, yeah. Kelsey, and the Chiefs, okay, find someone something you do love and yeah. learn about that and enjoy it. Yeah, come on. Get a life. There's, Get a life. Just, <laughs> the things they love and you love the things you love. And then we're I all love happy. their love. It's okay. Anyway. We all love love. Love love. Love love. Um all right, well, let's keep it rolling here. So, uh, the this one I've I've always kind of wondered where it came from, um, but the Rolling Stones. Uh, so, as if being a blues icon who influenced generations of musicians weren't enough, Muddy Waters um, also gave one of rock's greatest bands its name. The blues singer released his song "Rolling Stone" in 1950, um, and then 12 years later, the uh, fledgling English band that was uh, giving a phone interview when the journalist asked for the group's name. Um, according to Keith Richards, it was Brian Jones who answered the Rolling Stones after glancing at a Waters record that was on the floor. And then the rest is history. That's crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> that it was just a like, oh, yeah, there. One that's off. right. That's kind yep. of makes me think of. Um, what is the name of the movie where the guy is being interviewed and. All the like Kaiser Sose, why? I not think of the name. This is ADHD, guys. I will just well, talk until I figure out the well, name. There's a lot of movies and and things like that where people it's just off the cuff, like kind of looking around. They come up with, yeah. with a, a song or a, a name of something, 
Um, and then it's kind of like, and then the rest was history, right? Like Forrest Gump, like that's pretty much all of Forrest Gump. Right. Um, it's situations like that. Like, uh, anyway, but yeah, like, I just love that it was a completely like nonchalant, like looking around, happened to see something laying on the ground. It's this record, uh, by Muddy Waters and was like, oh, he had rolling stones. How about that? And without even like discussing it with anybody else. Just like, like, oh, this is our name. And then you can't change it because now it's like out there. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's like Green Day with their name. Like it, it's they they came up with the with the name, um, because they spent literally the whole day just smoking weed, um, and then <laughs> so they called it Green Day. They had a Green Day, um, and because uh, they used to be called Sweet Children was their original band name. Um, I don't like that as much uh, as Green Day. Right, it, it stick. so like they came up with Green Day one song. They wrote a song called Green Day. They decided to name the band Green Day. And then, you know, years later, Billy Joe Armstrong was like, that's the stupidest band name in the world. And I hate that I came up with that, <laughs> but it's iconic. Like, it, okay, you, is this coming from the band that has an album named Dookie? Dookie. <laughs> and the one before that, Kerplunk. <laughs> so, like, it's just, it never, anyway. Um, yeah, I but, just, I, I love it. <laughs> but it makes for a great story. It does. It, it it really does. And as much as they don't like their band name, I, I guess they've come to like appreciate it because it is iconic. Like everyone, everyone knows who Green Day yeah. is, you know, and uh, same here. Rolling Stone, totally nonchalant, like whatever uh, happened to be sitting right there. It could have been a number of things, but there is something about that band name, that band name now that stands out. Rolling Stone. Yeah. Like everybody, I mean, I mean, the term was around before the band, obviously. Um, and before even Muddy Waters, like Papa was a Rolling Stone, like you know, you've heard different things like that, yeah. But it's it's, it's now it's an iconic thing, and now it's a fashion trend, like everyone has a Rolling Stones t shirt with the the, the, mouth the, and the, and the thing, yeah. yeah, all the stuff, you know. So, uh, history, as they would say, awesome. Uh, this, this is... next one, this is good. I, I did know about this. I'm not like, as soon as I read this, I'm like, oh, yeah. 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 It makes sense, right? Um, So Lady Gaga, in case you're wondering where it comes from. So Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata uh, was still uh, going by her birth name until the age of 19, which, by the way, there's a podcast called uh, Page 7 that I love listening to. Um, And they used to do these things called pop history. And they would take these, like, pop icons from film, music, whatever, and just kind of, like, do, like, a edutainment kind of thing uh-huh. like, right, you learn about them they did like a two-parter on lady gaga and it is so good every every like her backstory I think um, it's just so interesting yeah it's great I, I, you'd really yeah like I, I find her fascinating too like she she's so talented and right like and she's a great performer yes. like she's a talented musician but she's also a great performer right and i think that we miss that she's going to be harley quinn uh, in the next Joker, is she movie. really? And it's a musical. It's good. So, so, so yes. In a strange term of events, the follow up to the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix is going to be a musical, um, and Lady Gaga will be playing Harley Quinn, uh, for that. So there's that. Look forward. To I'm this. okay. Yeah, yeah. So we will. So up on that. Okay. So <laughs> that I, I'm I'm just gonna say so like. So who created the name Lady Gaga? That has been up for debate. Uh, yes. So who coined the uh, the moniker Lady Gaga has been hotly debated. The singer's former producer and romantic partner, 
claimed that he created the name, while Gaga herself uh, stated that it came in more of an organic way. Uh, still, everyone agrees that its inspiration came from Queen's 1984 song, Radio Gaga. Uh, Lady Gaga is a passionate fan of the classic rock band, especially its flamboyant singer, Freddie Mercury. Um, R.I.P. Love Freddie Mercury. Hi, uh, what so a great movie, too. The, the Freddie Mercury movie is so well done. Um, it's a great movie. It is. That guy's wonderful. Um, so, quote, Freddie was unique. One of the biggest personalities in the whole of pop music. Uh, the pop star said, or, or told the uh, Scottish Daily Record in 2009, um, he was not only a singer, but also a fantastic performer, a man of the theater, and someone who constantly transformed himself. In short, a genius. And she's right. I agree 100%. Yep. Uh, and that's one thing I think that, uh, as we have discussed lately, one of the things that I really like about certain bands is like, their stage presence. Uh, even if like their music may not be your cup of tea, if you have a good time at their show, um, then it's worth it. Right. Like I, yeah. I would, I would kill to see queen live, like with Freddie Mercury, like what oh. an experience that would have been. Absolutely. Um, but just what a performer talented band. Yes, absolutely. But Freddie Mercury was uh, much like Paramore and Haley Williams. Haley Williams is the Freddie Mercury of Paramore. No doubt. Like right. People come to oh, see. Oh, 100%. Her. Um same with same with him. And for Lady Gaga who's starting her career, you know, uh almost 20 years ago now at this point, um like like what what a perfect way to pay homage to somebody um who heavily influenced her, right? I Absolutely. I, I love it. I think it's I think it's, it's great. And really quick, so Gaga, yeah. that has an important place in my heart because my daughter when she met her great grandma my grandmother she couldn't get out great grandma and it ended up being gega g-e-g-a uh -huh. well my grandmother who was 90 when my daughter was born wrote handwritten letters all the time yeah. and she always signed them gaga oh, she didn't know that we were like doing like for us, it was G-E-G-A. So my daughter has a whole bunch of letters that say love Gaga. And we think yeah. it's funny because they always thought of Lady Gaga. <laughs> um, well, same with me. Like my, so my oldest sister's name is Greta. And when I was little, I couldn't say Greta. I said Gaga. So I used to call her that all the time. Like when I was little, now it's not something that stuck. And honestly, thank God, um, because it would be weird for this 30 year old man to still refer to his sister as Gaga <laughs> anyway. But like as a, as a kid, I used to, I used to call her that. So that's awesome though. <laughs> oh, look at this uh, next one. This, this is a good one. I know. I didn't know this. Um, but, uh, I'm sure that my sister-in-law, um, Christine, she would know this. Both, oh yeah. She loves both of these bands. Um, so she would, she probably already knew this, but yes, Radiohead, um, so the the future members of Radiohead uh, met while attending boarding school. Uh, their first incarnation incarnation went by the name on a Friday, simply because their weekly rehearsals occurred on Fridays. Wow! Uh, the members of this uh, fledgling group were inspired by Talking Heads um, so much so that they uh, at one point enlisted a brass section, much like their idols. Um, with Tom York, Johnny Greenwood, and company signed a record deal in 1991, they changed their name to Radiohead, uh, taken from the song 
Radiohead, <laughs> which was featured on Talking Heads 1986 album True Stories. Uh, nearly three decades and a million and millions of albums sales later, uh, Head's frontman David Byrne inducted Radiohead into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So it all comes around. Everything cool. Everything comes around. Full, full circle moment. Um, we just talked about the Talking Heads a good bit on our Burning Down the House cover wars. Right. Uh, uh, of which there's a follow-up. Jeff uh, said that he preferred the Paramore version of that. So Interesting. I'm I not sure know, I right? like this. This next one? No, no, well, this one, but Jeff. I don't know how I feel about Jeff. Oh, with Jeff. Okay, okay. Yeah. But uh, no, also like this. I don't, how do I not know the name? I don't even know who this band is. Oh, okay. No, one of the two, but, but well, one James, I don't. James definitely knows. So James knows what I'm talking about with with uh, with both of these, but um, he really likes Sepultura. Um, so this Brazilian band uh, has sold more than 20 million albums across the globe, earning its reputation as one of the head of one of heavy metal's fiercest acts. Uh, the group was founded, excuse me, in 1984 by brothers Max and Igor um, Cavalera. And while listening to the song "Dancing on Your Grave" by Motorhead, Max translated the lyrics to Portuguese. Uh, the word grave translated to sepultura, and thus the band's name was born. Yeah, that's metal. That's so metal. That's... <laughs> grave. You know what that means? It means grave. That's good. That's Very cool. good. That's, yeah. It's... Yeah, man. Cool. Lightning out. You know, it's cool. Metal. I'm, I'm digging that. Metal. <laughs> I, I'm learning. I like, like we've talked about. And metal is growing you're, on you're me getting there. Yeah, more yeah. and more. Um, <laughs> But it's, and according to my daughter, I am not as cool as my partner because he listens to metal listens more than to metal. I do. He listens to Taylor Swift. Exactly. <laughs> so therefore, that's, that's, I'm not cool enough. Although, you know, she's, she doesn't listen to metal. She just thinks he's cool because he listens to metal. <laughs> like, because if you listen to I metal, that immediately makes you cool. I I love the fact that she's like, well, I mean, it's not for me, but I think it's cool. He listens to it. Yeah. <laughs> right. But right. I mean, gosh, like, we'll just take it. Cause a 16 year old liking my 52 year old you know, <laughs> partner and he like, they get along great. I will take it. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's just because he listens to metal and she thinks cool. that that's metal. Cool. Right. Cool. It is metal. Right? Very metal. Yes. Um, all right, this next one's yes. great. Um, I don't know if you've I don't know if you've heard of this first band. I know you've heard oh. the second band. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you you'll you'll probably you you you'll come to it know at least another one of the incarnations. So uh at the drive in. Um I loved at the drive in. They were a great like post hardcore band um from back in the day. Um, but I did not know this. So uh a best known for their single One Arm Scissor, a great song. Um, at the uh, at the drive-in, uh, developed a loyal fan base in the early 2000s with their distinctive blend of punk and art rock influences. Uh, but their name came from a very different band, and that band is Poison. Uh, the hair metal group's 1987 hit "Talk Dirty to Me" features the lyrics "At the drive-in." I never paid attention <laughs> to that either. Anyway, yes, at the drive-in, at the drive-in in the old man's car, uh, Ford, excuse me, uh, behind the bushes till I'm screaming for more. Blah! Um, at the drive-in liked the phrase and took it for their band name. The group later spawned two successful offshoots. That would be the Mars Volta and Sparta. Both those bands are great too. A lot of people have heard of the Mars Volta. 
didn't realize that they kind of like came like two of the guys came from this like post hardcore band called at the drive-in but that's where i knew about them first so that's so cool, cool i yeah. i love those things right the, and i don't how have i heard that song 500 times and i never <laughs> yeah heard at the drive-in yeah at the drive-in well i always thought it was in the old man's car but apparently it's old man's ford so misheard lyrics misheard lyrics we'll do another episode of that at some point there's so many of them <laughs> all right uh, this next band is great this this band reminds me of high school um like myspace all the fun things like from like 20 years ago um but this band uh is called hello goodbye and i did know this uh so pop rock group from southern california hello goodbye no spaces one all one word that was the thing to do back in the day um, emerged in the early 2000s. The band has performed at the Vans Warp Tour, um, South by Southwest, and festivals all over the world. Their 2006 uh, hit song, Here in Your Arms, great, wonderful song, um, remains the group's biggest hit, peaking at number 14 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart and earning platinum sales. The band's name was derived from the Beatles' 1967 hit, Hello, Goodbye. Uh, that one's pretty obvious. Though. That's we all pretty, knew, yeah. knew that's where it came from, so... Um, but this next one, this is this, yeah. this next one. So it's like a combination of like two of my favorite bands, and I had no idea. I'm an idiot. I had no idea that this is where it came from. Uh, where it came from. But Bad Brains, man, I freaking love Bad Brains. Um, a highly influential group out of Washington D.C. Bad Brains broke barriers as one of the first all black punk rock bands. Uh, funk and reggae influences were also intertwined in their sound. Uh, but Bad Brains never strayed from their punk rock roots. Uh, the group's name comes from the Ramones song, Bad Brain, singular, not plural. Um, the track was released in 1978, right around the time that the band would become Bad Brains, um, was beginning to, uh, would find its sound. Um, so cool. Like, I just, yeah. I never put the two together. I love the Ramones. The Ramones are one of my yes. favorite bands. Um, and I absolutely love Bad Brains. I have really, really gotten into them over the last couple of years. Um, and uh, I, I love the different eras of that band, too, because they started out as a as a punk rock band. It was very much, a, you know, your your uh, run of the mill punk rock, but it was unique still. Um, and it was and it was it was it was different, too, because like I said, it was the first. OK, one of one of the first, not the first um, there. There's another band that holds that title, but one of the first all black punk rock bands. It just wasn't, it wasn't common back then. No. Um, so, you know, like coming out of the gate and like already getting people's attention. Cause you're like, wow, this is different. This is cool. Um, and then like started putting more reggae into their, their stuff. So they kind of slowed down a little yeah. bit and more reggae. And then like the nineties came and their sound kind of went to like the, the funk metal kind of thing that was like red hot chili peppers and uh living color and um all the and uh faith no more and that all those bands that were starting yeah. to get big back then that funk metal uh bad brains did that too but yeah, just had no idea that they 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 took their name from a ramon song i, I love that absolutely you too. that's awesome um oh. yeah this is fun right i did yes. know this one, but it, it took me a long time to figure it out it makes sense as soon as I saw this. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. This is one of those situations you're like, oh, that makes total sense. And I just never thought about it. Um, Seether. Uh, so this South Africa, did you know they're from South Africa? I did not. That, 
right? So much I'm learning. Just like Dave Matthews. He's from South Africa. Blows your mind. Right. Right. I, how did I... There you go. We... Okay. Use there the we trivia. go. There you go. That's why you need me at your local exactly. for trivia night. Um, yes. So yes, the South African band uh, began its existence under the name of uh, Saren Gas. Okay. Um, yeah. As the group grew in popularity, its record label suggested a name change, and I think that was a good move. Uh, they decided yes. upon Seether, taken from the 1994 hit song of the of the same name by Baruch Assault. Uh, I can like hear it, and yeah, Seether. Um, so Seether, the band, went on to score a series of rock radio hits, including Remedy, Fake It, Rise Above This, and Broken. Uh, that's like one of my favorite karaoke songs. Um, mm-hmm. Um, I like doing both parts, uh, featuring Amy Lee of Evanescence. Um, in what can only be described as a meta moment, uh, the Rockers released a cover of their namesake Seether song as part of their 2013 career-spanning compilation. I love that. I love, I love it too. It's cool. And like, I think the bassist has like Seether tattooed like on his arm or whatever, and it's like really fans logo. Yeah. <laughs> So that's really cool. It's going to end badly for him if he ever gets kicked out. So, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> never write a name on your never get yeah. never get a tattoo. Yeah. Of a, someone's name or I mean, the, and I say that and I have my children's name tattooed on me, but that's different. I feel like that's different because like they will forever be my right. children. Right, right. I, I um, agree. I think kids names but, is totally different. But like, yeah, you know, um, your partner's name, your your so family. I'm going to totally embarrass Michael right now, but he probably won't listen to this all the way through to know, but he <laughs> has his, he has his uh, ex-wife name tattooed oh. on his arm, but you know, it's like a 30 year old tattoo. And so it's, you know, and it's Damn, on his forearm so. and it was all black. So, you know, it's faded. Yeah. So it's hard to tell what it says, but I was like, that is, that is how I, like you should have known that was the end. That was, that sealed the deal whenever you got the, the ending of that relationship by getting <laughs> it tattooed on your body. That is um, how yeah, that is, that is, you have you have sealed your fate. Um, I know that that's not necessarily true for everyone. I just think it's funny, and he is, <laughs> you know, if those of you that don't know, I love tattoos. Like I'm, yeah, I yeah. love them, and I think you're much the same way. And I think that. Oh, my wife is getting a tattoo as we speak. That is right. So I, I love tattoos for so many reasons. And so on our first date, I was like looking at his tattoos and he was like trying to hide that one, (laughs) but it's on his forearm. And so like, so it's been, (laughs) it's kind of been like this joke to, you know, you okay. You're, you're kind of, you're kind of twitchy. What's what's going on? Are you itching? Are you scratching? Yeah. I'm like, why are you like, yeah. Like what? No, he was just, he didn't want me to know that, you know. Got his ex's name tattooed. I love that. I love awesome. it. Awesome. Um, so okay, so we've got some... we've got three more here, and these are actually like debunked. So uh, if you're like a conspiracy theorist um, and love things like this, uh, oh, then, who um, doesn't? This, okay. I, I know, right, right? I can go down some rabbit holes on YouTube. Um, but yeah, so these next three, these are actually actually false. Uh, and debunked band, or so they say. The bands are saying no, that's not where they got their name. Some of it, I believe. Some of it, I don't. So, this first one, I do not believe. I think they're full. 
crap. Um, Godsmack. Um, so yes, new metal rockers, Godsmack formed in 1995. Yes, that was just three years, three years after grunge icons Alice in Chains released their seminal Dirt album, which featured a song called Godsmack. Um, still, Godsmack frontman Sully Erna says that it is just a coincidence. Instead of insist, instead insisting. Uh, that his group's name came from an inside joke. Um, he said, quote, I was making fun of somebody who had a cold sore on his lip, uh, the singer told okay. New York Rock in 1989. Um, the next day, I had one myself, and somebody said, it's a godsmack. The name stuck. I don't believe it. I, I think he's full of crap. I think he stole it from Alice in Chains. Point blank, period. Um, yeah. And what's funny is for the longest time, I thought the name of this band was Gobsmack. Gob, oh, like with a with a B. Right. Yeah, like because like you know I'm Gobsmack, right? right like right. that's the right. And so I thought that's what it was for a long time. Right. And then I found out that it was Gobsmack, and I I was young, yeah. and I was like, well, but they're not a very Christian band. Why do they? <laughs> right. That's another one of those names that like very conservative. Christian parents heard like in the nineties and was like, I refuse oh, yeah. to let my child listen to a band called God smack. Why would you want to smack God? And it's like, no, that's not, that's not where it comes from. Anyway, do your research. Uh, and even if it was like, it's a God smack, like getting, you know, the same, whatever it is kind of like, like God saying like, Hey, make fun of someone. I'll yeah, like, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, and I kind of like that. <laughs> But I don't believe him. I don't believe him either. I think he. I think he a hundred percent took it from the Allison Chains because, like, that. No, that's not like one of their most popular songs, but it is off one of their most popular albums. Um, Dirt is truly influential. There's so many good songs on there, so it's kind of like, how did you not hear it? Is my thing, especially being in that. No, scene. you heard it. You yeah. they yeah exactly. And maybe it wasn't the reason on like the forefront, but it was. It was there. I right. don't believe you that it had nothing to do with that. True. Sorry. Um. This this next one though, I I kind of I believe him. So, uh, Fuel. What a great band. I love Fuel. Uh, what a great songs from mm -hmm. from uh, back in the nineties. I actually got to see Fuel one time um, at a cool. festival, and they were so good. Um, they played all my favorite songs. Um, because they had a lot of great ones back in the day. So, uh, it's been long rumored that Fuel, the band behind hits like Shimmer. Uh, and hemorrhage or down my hounds. Um, sorry. Uh, got its moniker from the Metallica song of the same name. Give me, some, give me fire. Give me that much I desire. Uh, but uh, considering Fuel's first EP came out years before the Metallica track, that obviously is impossible. Um, instead, on an early band bio explains that the name Fuel, uh, quote, was chosen because the band based itself on energy and aggression. They were attempting to be as powerful and as aggressive as they could. And they saw the sun as a huge source of energy um, and an appropriate metaphor for the direction of the band's music. So, yeah. So, I, I, yeah. 100% believe that. Obviously, because it was, uh, they didn't, they're not time travelers that we know of. Maybe they are. I don't know. I mean, no, I think I that there's some time traveling happening. I I agree. There's too many Mandela effects going on for there not to be time travel present. I think that's where we need to start looking at it. Aliens yes. are real. Um, they are. 
Uh, um, okay, so this next one, I'll let you decide. Panic at the Disco. Um, emo pop band uh, Panic at the Disco have, have been a mainstay on alternative radio for a good chunk of the new millennium, thanks to hits like High Hopes, excuse me, Hey Look Ma, I Made It, and I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. Great um, songs. Oh, great yeah. band. Wonderful. Great band. I Yep. Truly talented folks. Um, more so Brendan Urie, because he's pretty much all that's left. <laughs> uh, many well. fans assumed <laughs> that, that the group's name came from the Smith song, uh, Panic, due to its chorus of Burn Down the Disco. However, Panic at the Disco's frontman, Brendan Urie, has stated that his band's name was actually taken from the lyrics to a lesser-known song by the band uh, Name Token. Uh, excuse me, Name Taken. Uh, the track, which uh, coincidentally is also called Panic, uses the lyric Panic at the Disco in its second verse. See, so, I believe this 100%, right? Because he's, he's saying that. like, no, is it, yes, we got this name from a song, but you're just, it's the wrong song because right. you're looking at a more famous, more yes. widely released song. So sure. I believe this one, 100%. I'm, I'm here for this. I did, yeah, I believe that too. What a great, um, and that's it. That's the ones I, yeah. I chose. Go check out that article uh, from Loudwire. There are plenty of other ones on there. Um, yeah. We just kind of like hand selected a few of them that maybe people knew more of. Um, yeah, but I love this kind of stuff. I love learning about like where did this band name come from? Because you would not believe how many times I've gone through listening to to albums, hearing a band name or even a song title, and being like, "Where is that from? Like, where where does like, that?" Yeah. Yeah. Like, just like what's the history? What's the especially bands in that area that era, like uh Panic at the Disco and like that early two thousands emo, like a yeah. lot of their band titles or their song titles came from like movie lines. So you listen to it and you're like, I don't know, I don't know what this like, means. What? And you're you're turned on to something. Um, you know, Fallout Boy did that a lot, Panic at the Disco did that a lot. Day to remember, like I got into Donnie Darko. Like I'd never watched Donnie Darko until I listened to an an, a Day to Remember album, um, and it had like a reference to Donnie Darko and like Boondock Saints. I would have never watched Boondock Saints had it not been for that. Um, and then a Day to Remember also had a song called uh, um, I made of no 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 hold on they have all right so they have a song called I made of wax Larry what are you made of that is from Night of the Museum. Um, and then they have another one called Mr. Highway's Thinking About the End, uh, which comes from a movie called uh, The Good Son. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. Right? That's a <laughs> crazy movie. Crazy movie. Right? Yes. Macaulay that is Culkin, a dark, Elijah yes. Wood, very dark that is a movie. Dark, dark movie. Very dark. And also a quite excellent movie. I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, it's I... It is wonderful. Um, but I would have never I would have never watched that movie. Um, yeah, it's got, uh, Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood when they were kids. Like, this is like, like little, little. Off, yeah, this is fresh off of like home alone. So they're, they're, yeah. they're, um, and, uh, yeah, what a, what a twisted, like uh, movie to watch, but I would have never seen it, um, had it not been for those song titles. So I love stuff like that, where it's kind of like, oh, well, where does that, that is, come you know, and you can tie it back. It's just, it's fun. I love this stuff. And hopefully you guys enjoyed that too. Yes, I think um, I think really quickly we should both look around and uh, <laughs> come up with a band. Come name. up with a name based on what we see. Okay. Um. I. 
Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh hold on. Okay. Okay. Um, um, okay. 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 All right. All right. Here's my band name. Um, and it comes from a coloring book that I have. Um, and my band's name is crushing over Idris Elba. It's the name of my, of my new emo punk band crushing over Idris Elba, uh, comes from my coloring book, which is, I, of, is it, that um, is so cool. I love that. Okay. Well, since you've got yours, I'm going to, grab mine over here which is i was going back i was debating on two let's decide together which one it's going to be great so the one is um blessing the book that she has that's um everything i never told you cool okay great band name right like there's yeah yeah. or this lovely sign that we haven't found a place for which is with grace surrounds us Wow, I like it. That's cool. So I don't know. I like or yeah, maybe everything I never told Grace. Yes, I don't know that that and that's what I mean. Like it is, it is so easy to just kind of like throw something together and then it just it sticks. Even if you're like, well, that makes no sense. Um, but it 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 does like. Or, I could look at this water bottle. I have a Kashyyyk sticker on here. Um, I don't know if you're as big of a Star Wars nerd no. as I am. Kashyyyk is where Chewbacca comes from. That's the planet he oh. lives on. Um, so I could come up with a band name, and it could be called uh, Traveling to Kashyyyk or um, or the Remains of Kashyyyk or whatever. Like something Or see, like then that. like and, this, because it's like everything I never told you. What if it was like... Um, like Everything never grace. Yes. Right? Like or right. Yeah. Never told Grace. Who's Grace? We don't know. That's Grace is <laughs> Yeah, well, Grace is Michael's grandmother. Or yeah. But that's <laughs> that's why we have like so that song like with Grace around us, and then below that is his family tree. So like yeah. that's why we have that. But yeah, it's cool. like I love Grace in general, but like yeah. all of the things that Grace is, not just Grace the grandma, but Grace. Well, in I always think of uh, always think of Christmas Vacation um, when they're like, uh, "Oh, they want you to say Grace," and she's like, "Grace died thirty years ago." <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, I never get tired of Christmas Vacation. Um, but see, there, like, like say Grace, like. I, you yeah. never told me about Grace. Like, look, there's all kinds of you can go wild like crazy with yeah. coming it. up with connections that don't actually exist until you right. start talking. That's so right. and then, and then you can have people like Jeff Wisnett who has been doing AI generated images uh, and um, doing like song lyrics. Now, now, what you should do, Jeff, if you're listening, is you should do band names um, and see if people can because he's been playing this game on Facebook where he like posts these pictures of AI generated images. And he's like, AI generated band time. names, right? Do band names and see if people get it. So, Jeff, like, you're welcome. Three days grace, like, what is that? Yeah, like, what is that? It's great, like? right? Exactly, exactly. Look, I just uh-huh. totally brought it back around to grace. See, I love it. I love it. Um, I love it. so we're <laughs> I am gonna take over this thing for now, right? Like, I think it's some, some uh, mental listen. health minutes. 
what we're, what we're, we're, sh- we're shifting things. We're changing things up on the show a little bit, um, especially with your background um, yes. and, uh, and everything. I think it's, I think it's more appropriate for you to take over the mental health minute. Second. So we're going to, we're going to, I am, I am so excited about this. Cause like, I love these like quick little ideas of yeah. how you can improve your mental health, your, and your physical health too. Cause I will always say like, there is no difference between mental health and physical health. Right. It is all health. Um, but one of the things that I talk a lot about is intentional movement. Yeah. Some might call it exercise, but not everyone loves exercise, right? Like there's, right. and with exercise, there's like, right. That, well, you got to set aside 30 minutes or an hour or whatever, but moving your body and getting your heart rate up significantly impacts your mental well-being and specifically for mental illnesses like um, ADHD, it really does help with your focus. Um, And it's not a lot. You don't need a lot of exercise or intentional movement to have a really um, significant impact. And it does not need to be all at one time. You don't need to do 30 minutes altogether. You can split it up. So one of my favorite things to do is to have a one song dance party yeah, or two okay. song dance party, you know, like just your favorite song and you just go all out for, you know, just a few minutes and then you get back to what you're doing. If you work from home, I mean, even if you work in an office, but people might like look at you a little crazy, but you could get your whole office involved and like have like a, you know, a dance break. Uh, but yeah, like if you work from home, get up, put on like your favorite song, whatever that song is that you're going to get down to and have a little dance party. But this cannot like this intentional movement can also look like parking at the back of the parking lot and walking a little bit further in. So like yeah. when I say intentional movement, like you don't, you don't need to do a lot. You don't have to make it a whole thing. Like just, you know, when can you move your body a little bit more? Or I remember, and this isn't a thing anymore, but like during commercials, stand up and like, you know, march or do a jumping jack or whatever, but commercials aren't really a thing anymore. We all fast forward through them or they're not. Skip ahead. But yes, I just actually like, how quickly can I get through this? Wait, five seconds. <laughs> but maybe, maybe that is you don't skip the ad and you, yeah, you know, just. move around a little bit. Yeah. I, but I love a solid dance party because. Music makes you feel better. I don't care, especially if it's music you love. And then moving your body, it will help so much with your mental well-being, your physical well-being, and it's just fun to like dance and act a little goofy every now and then. Don't yes. we all need that? That's right. So that is my my mental health minute is to move your body intentionally yep. and have fun while you're doing it. Whatever works for you is what works. Heck yeah. Uh, I love yes. it. I there love we go. It. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to implement that. Um, so, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do it. I, I've, uh, we, I, I mean, I've been sick. I've had the flu, um, been trying to get over a cough, whatever, but like me and Allie both are like, we're trying to get more like active physical, like get back into going to the gym in the mornings and things like that. But same thing. I mean, I, I like to do, I have a standing desk at work. So I, I, I like every hour, like hit the button stand for a while. Um, stand whenever we do like record podcasts and stuff. Yeah. Um, kind of get up, walk around for a little bit. I think or, it's good. 
if you're on a phone call that like you don't need to be like taking notes yes. for, or it's not, you're not on video, like walk, you know, laps around your room back and forth or whatever, you know, now, if you have to do a lot of talking, don't do so much that you're out of breath. And then you're like, let me right. tell you about fourth quarter sales. Like that's not, you know, <laughs> nobody's going like that. But, right. You know, moving around a little bit never hurts you. So Love it. go do a little dance party, a little walk, a little, you know, lunges. In the office. Yeah, exactly. Have fun with it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, you have anything else, Blake, before we? No, I think that's it. I think, I think we're awesome. good to go. Yeah. Well, great. Thanks, y'all, for listening to the show today. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can. That's right. And if you would like to follow the show on social media, we are on Facebook, uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast and give us a follow. And if you would like to be interviewed on this show, or have some other awesome music, something that you want to let us know about, please reach out. Uh, you can reach us at james at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. He's not here today, but he'll still answer your email. Wow. Uh, Blake at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com and Amanda Dolan at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. And that's D-O-L-I-N. Um, we would love to hear from you. And if you would prefer, you may message us on any of those social media sites that Blake mentioned previously. True that. And if uh, if you don't mind subscribing to our YouTube channel, uh, you can watch some interviews that we've done, music video reactions, vinyl showcases, and much, much more. It's youtube.com slash when words fail music speaks. Uh, be sure to turn on the notifications bell so that you can be notified whenever new videos are uploaded. Um, and I don't think this will turn into a YouTube video, but if you're watching one of our videos, uh, give us a, a, a like on that button, a belly flop on that like button. Um, if Do you like don't mind, it. do us a solid. Right. Yes. And uh, for all of these links and to find out more about us um, to buy or to buy some of our merch, visit our website, whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com. Bada bing. And if you don't mind checking out my other podcast, it is called South Carolina Spook Show. It is all about true crime and paranormal stories uh, stories from South Carolina. Um, haven't done a new episode in a while. I've got something in the works. I've been sick, uh, coughing a lot, losing my voice, yeah, running a fever. Yeah. I just haven't had the time. My wife also had to have emergency surgery and have her appendix taken out. So that really uh, stopped me from doing things. So I will get back to that as soon as I can. I uh, got some stuff like in the pipeline. I just need to have the time to actually record it. So yeah, good um, luck finding that. <laughs> and then um, right now I like, I have the mental society. Uh, it's a podcast. doesn't have a lot of new episodes right now because I'm just going to be honest my mental health has not had the brain space to come up with stuff on my own which is why I love it here because I don't have to make all the decisions by myself um, but there's still some really great great resources and information on that website so check it out thementalsociety.com Boom. And thanks again to our sponsors for this episode Bones Coffee and BetterHelp.com remember to use our discount code MUSICSPEAKS all one word at checkout uh, for 10% off your order at bonescoffee.com. Stock up on some really good coffee that they've got over there. I'm actually drinking a mug. You, you can't see it because this is not going to be on YouTube, but it's a uh, high-quality Bones Coffee mug. These guys make not only great coffee, but just great products in general. Um, check it out and uh, get yourself a 10% off discount using the code MUSICSPEAKS um, at checkout. Also, uh, go to betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks uh, to get 10% off your first month of therapy um, and to get matched with a therapist that is perfect for 
you. Uh, Amanda, you got anything else? Um, no, uh, but you held that mug up. And since people probably aren't going to see it, I thought that was like truly a like handmade mug from like a craft show or something that was oh, yeah. made with love. So, so yeah, I'm just going to throw that out. Sorry. Quality, Sophie, quality beautiful mug right there. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just excited to like learn all of these things. And now I'm going to go listen to right. music and have a little dance party. We helped you and, uh, yeah, take this, take all this that we have given you, uh, dear listener, and apply it to your life and go win some trivia. And um, again, if you want to share that free beer, we're okay with that. And I would love for people to, um, while they're listening to this, find some random object, book, whatever, and <laughs> and share their band name based on the random object that they have found in their environment. That would bring me great joy. Yes. Hit us up. Let us know what your band name is simply by um, telling us uh, what you looked around and came up with. I love it. Um, yes. Right. Well, thanks again, everybody, for listening. And always remember... When words fail... Music Speaks. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks, y'all. Viva Las Vegas!